Welcome Modern Talkers, this is Modern Talk, brought to you by Stone Bridge Center, Palmetto Point Reality, Reality, <laughs> uh, Realty, Real Estate, uh, Home Rentals. I'm sort of in limbo right now. I'm, I'm of no home currently. Uh, I just moved out of the pool house. The real people that live there just got home and the Pittsburgh guy hasn't come through yet. I'll probably have to stay in the pastor's house with Pete, which isn't a big deal at all. It's just, we have a teeny tiny room and we have to likely share a bed where he takes the couch, I take the floor or vice versa. So I was just in Starbucks for almost two hours probably and no one else was in there. There were two people when I got there and then like about four people total came in the first hour I was there. No one came the whole the whole time after that. Uh, so I just sat there. I didn't I didn't order anything, um, but I also didn't make a fuss, and I was nice to them. So hopefully it's okay. Uh, I didn't feel like it was worth it to get a drink. Um, I don't know if that was mean or not. If I I looked in my wallet, and if I had any, like, fives or less, I would have just threw a tip down, just just because I know when you're working in uh, the service industry, it's just, like, if someone's in, in, like, your space, and you're, like, technically responsible for them or whatever, it's just something that runs in the back of your head, and you just don't want to have to deal with it usually. So I understand that, so I'd, I would have... I paid them, and I only had 20s, because I'm a baller, um, and, <laughs> yeah, so that's my situation right now, and what I forgot about, talk about before was, um, and the last one was a long one, um, because it, I didn't talk for a few days, so this is, now has been approximately two days since my last one, so what I forgot in the last one that I want to catch up on is I went to Target um, to get a few things. And um, the one thing that I really went for, coconut oil, which everyone who um, listened to the Tatum one, I don't know if you would remember this because it's been a long time, but um, when Tatum was on, I I talked a lot about, um, that was like first when I was, really into coconut oil and um and now they don't even have it at uh at target at this target at least um so that was disappointing and i don't know if it was the same target that i went to uh last time the first time i went to target here i'm pretty sure it, it looked different um but going there for some reason, I don't know if I was already predisposed to being sad, but um, uh, my ex-girl, <laughs> it still feels weird. Like, I don't know what to call her yet. Um, anyway, Target was like one of her favorite places and we would just go there and just um, not have an agenda and just like walk around and then she'd inevitably get some sort of clothes and... Uh, who knows what. Um, there's a, a car. I'm like, so I'm in, I, I left Starbucks because 
uh, they're closing. It's nine, and um, and then there was there was a a loudspeaker right next to where I was parked because I was gonna do this just in the parking lot. But there was a loudspeaker by where I was, and I didn't know that if that would get picked up here or not. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll just go right next door or something. And next door was a church, but they had like the out blocked off. So I was like, I'm not trying to get in a call tonight. So I'm going to go to whatever the next one is. And it was ADT, which is a um, home security place. So I was like, well, I don't want to set any alarms off there. And then I'll go to the next one. And this was the reality one. And it doesn't, like, no one's here. And I don't think I'm bothering anyone. So, um, but there is someone across the street um, with their lights on. I turned mine off. But, um, and they're just standing there, or standing, sitting there in their car. Um... I don't know why. It's not a cop, but it looks like that's where a cop would stop. It continues to be crazy. Um, I, I've been sad. Like I told you guys, I was sad that one day. And that was the same day. The day that I, I just like stayed in my room for a long time. That was the same day as the Target day. And the Target thing like really set me off into that spiral. And um, that's what I forgot to mention. But... Um, yesterday, uh, or right after I did the update last time, <laughs> this timeline is so, I'm sorry if anyone's like really confused. It doesn't really matter, but I'm trying to make it, uh, make sense if, if, if anyone cares enough to follow along. Uh, we just did something at the church, um, like a little errand, uh, um, after I recorded last and, um, and then Pete was like, oh, you doing the open mic tomorrow? And I was like, what? And he's like, Thursdays is the open mic. And I was like, oh man, oh no. <laughs> I just like, for some reason I was thinking it was like Monday still. Um, I'm not used to every week, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, at school and stuff they did open mics like literally once a month and that sucked because you can't do it enough for it to be um to like get like kind of gain more momentum but also uh it's hard because that's obviously a lot more material um that you have to burn through so it was nice in that sense that I could wait and build up material and then like like figure out what I'm passionate about that week or whatever those couple of days leading up to it and then talk about that um but then I was just like oh I was just so caught off guard I wasn't ready I thought I had like four more days at least um so I'm glad he said something because if he if he waited or I didn't realize until the day of I'd been like forget about it what am I gonna do it in a day um that's crazy um so uh that night I kind of look through my like kind of raw materials <laughs> um and uh saw like what what I could kind of make into a, a little thing uh short short notice and I had something and I was like okay that'll be fine I'll I'll refine it later tomorrow but it's good I at least have this like rough outline of what I want to say and this kind of makes sense together. And then I think I threw out 
one part, one bit, and um, and then used an old one that they haven't heard before, uh, just because it was easier to remember. So I was like writing stuff, and I was like, "This is good," but it's hard to. I like to I I like to use like good words. <laughs> it sounds so dumb. Like obviously you do, um, but the wording is important to me, and so it's good to like write really complicated not complicated but um um see i'm such a good writer i'm just right off right off the cuff um (laughs) i can't even think of a word of how i like to write um whimsically is a good one uh but i i don't know i like to have certain words um and it being in a certain order and I think that's the best way to do it but it's hard to memorize it that way because you get up there and there's like so many things that throw you off I mean me I don't I don't I can't speak for everybody but like just little things throw me off and then it takes me out of it and then I completely forget where I was or what I was saying or um I remember what I'm saying but I don't feel it as hard (laughs) um like the like I did a little act out thing in um in this last time I did stand up and um the floor like it's a tiny tiny little stage it's like one step up and it's not like super sturdy uh it's just it's it's just wood um but not like super it's not mahogany you know um so so the floor like gave a little bit and creaked and and that just <laughs> that threw me off like I I don't think anyone would have noticed that I was thrown off but it just like threw me off personally. Um and I think about what David Spade said he in one of his books he said how he no one told him when you do like the tonight show or one of those late night shows um like how far away the audience is and there's these blinding lights and you have to stand on a certain thing and um and there's cameras in your face and you never had cameras in your face before um and so there's all these things that you're like trying to you know zone out of so you could zone in on your material and try to connect with the audience but um there's all these other crazy things happening that you didn't know um you weren't prepared for so being like knowing the the venue and and if the floor creaks or uh how big the audience is and where they're seated and stuff like that it's just like little things that we just have to do on the fly and it's expected and understandable but it's (laughs) just everyone has to do it but it's it's just i think it doesn't get talked about enough um that just just that part of of stand up is is hard. So I think that night I was still bothered like I don't know if it's something I'm doing wrong or it's just like you just are going to feel bad after a breakup for a certain amount of time um unless you're like deeply suppressing it. I don't I don't know if it's like getting worse or like I I feel like I I feel differently than I did like right after the breakup. I don't know if it's like the the negative stuff is falling away and I'm just remembering 
the good parts and then um because there's like initial for me there was like initial part of like obviously I had a ton of feelings but um having having a relief feeling was part of it and um and now I don't really have that relief anymore I just have the all the, all the other feelings just like being with someone for that long and being with them every day and then not having anybody I mean I have Pete but obviously it's not the same everyone would agree with that but so I was feeling bad just like a general nothing specific just I I didn't have good feelings I don't know I that's all I had <laughs> I did have good feelings but it was all dulled by sadness it was nothing specific it's if I tried to think about it and pinpoint it I couldn't and there's no one there loving me behind like you know in the back of my head like knowing someone loves me not that no one loves me now and I I know that people love me but not in the same way and um I just love having that support it's I don't know this is dumb because everyone feels like this after a breakup but so I I wasn't feeling that good that night and then and then Pete was like yeah you're, you're gonna be do an open mic tomorrow right and I was like ah well yeah I've been looking forward to it but I also have thought I had like four days to look forward to it and now I'm not ready so um that whole that whole day I was like him and Han I don't know and it wasn't my fault I didn't know I, I didn't have this much time like it's not fair. I don't have enough time to really do it. Um, I'm feeling sad today. It's 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 okay. I'm allowed to feel sad, so I'm, I'll just take this week off. But then, all at the same time, man, you want to be a comedian. Man, you want to... Like, once a week isn't a lot, especially for a comedian. Um, like, four or five times a week is, like, the like minimum like a a actual like stand-up would be doing um and I can't even do it once a week granted at the this is dumb I don't I don't care about that part so I should I should be doing this this is what I want to do ultimately you can't take a night off or week off because you how many chances are you going to get here I, I might be here for only four more weeks or something who who knows um so out of the one out of six times that I could have went to an open mic I didn't so that's I'm not good with fractions but that's a lot percentage wise so I I can't I can't not go um and I was doing that literally up into an hour I had to leave and then um I was like, well, I'm just going to grind through this, keep keep rehearsing, keep rewriting, uh trying to memorize. And if I could if I could get to a place where I could roughly get get what I'm trying to trying to say and I think I think it's funny enough, um then I'll then I'll do it. And then I got to a place where I I did. I was like, okay, that's really close. Um so I'll just I'll I'll go and if it's bad then it's okay at least I went and that's what I always tell myself if you go up you won so 
I just needed to do that. And I went and I'm proud of myself because that's not easy. And a lot of people, a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people can't freaking move after, after a breakup either. And, and, you know, throw their hat over the fence and then try to, you know, that old saying, I love that saying, you have to throw your hat over the fence over the fence and then that that means you don't you don't know if you could get it but you you have to get it because it's your hat and you have to get it that sounds so stupid but and whenever i hear that i'm like yes dude it's the hat story yeah you're right you even if you don't know if it's if it's gonna work out you gotta go for it i think ken i was looking it up because i made that comparison um recently and they're like i don't know what you're saying (laughs) And, uh, and I looked it up and, and it was, they were talking about how JFK said that about, um, going to the moon 10 years before we actually got to the moon, JF, G, JF key, <laughs> GF key said, um, King and Michael, president Keegle, Mike and key, <laughs> um, president JFK 10 years before we got to space in 1969, I guess. So in 1950. 19- 59 math math again he he said we're gonna go we're gonna put a man on the moon and there was no no data that they were working with there was no team assembled they he was just he threw his hat over the fence said we're going to the moon and then 10 years of trying to get up that fence they got up that fence allegedly but (laughs) um the point is he threw his hat over the fence and he got the hat allegedly. And this is that's what I'm doing. So I threw my hat from Pittsburgh to Myrtle Beach. And I'm here right now. I have the hat. I guess it's on. The wind could blow and it could go off. But then I'll just follow it to Atlanta. And then after that, Jeepers Creepers, I don't know. And then I'm worried too that I'm I'm I feel like I'm a rambling crazy man but but I'm worried also that I'm I'm just I'm running and and I'm not fully feeling my feelings and that that that's going to catch up to me eventually and it's going to be worse because you know it's pent up or whatever but I don't know what to do I'm trying to feel my feelings but I'm also trying to chase my dreams it's a tough balance not a lot of people could do that. I'm not saying I can. I don't think I am. But this is the American dream. Getting broken up with and moving away. Not that part. Going somewhere else. Leaving home. I don't know if that's the American dream. <laughs> I guess the American dream is to just find a wife. My interpretation of the old-timey American dream is grow up, find a wife, and find a house with a white picket fence, do a job for 80 years, and then die, um, have a few kids. But I think the new American dream is to to leave home, grow, um, make it for yourself, and if you could fit in family, that's great. Do I even want a family? Yeah. At what cost? I don't know. (sighs) Same with success. Do I want success? Yeah. At what cost? 
a family? Maybe. I feel bad, like, I called with my parents today, and granted, I just woke up, I took a nap, kind of sad, and um, I woke up, and they went into FaceTime, and uh, my dad literally bought a uh, an iPad to FaceTime, because he, he always has um, Android stuff, or Google, whatever, so we can never, like, find a good, like, Skype, we have to do desktop, and um, there's a thing called Duo, and that was okay, but there's, like, nothing that really, really worked. So he's like, screw it. My son moved away from me. I'm going to buy my first Apple product, and uh, so I could be closer to him. So I needed to, to talk to them because it's just been a long time, and he wants to, and he bought an iPad for it. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's using it for other stuff, but, you know. Um, and I even said to Pete like two days ago or something, I was like, I need to call my parents. Like it's been so long. Um, but so when I, when I was talking to them, I just woke up and I was giving them like really, really short answers and I just didn't have it in me to like expound more. Like, I don't know if it's in me that I'm like, they don't care. They don't understand if I do explain it but they listen to the podcast and they like it, they tell me. So I, I'm sure they do understand, but for some reason I can't say it. I can't like go into this depth for some reason. Sometimes I don't even go into this depth with with Pete, like my best friend, um, only friend in person right now. It's crazy. I guess I have all this, I could talk and no one interrupts me because I want to listen too. Like if, if I am with someone, I want to listen to them. So, um, <laughs> crazy. Just, I just, I can't stop saying crazy. My whole life it's crazy. I was just watching, um, I was doing a bunch of stuff in Starbucks. None of it productive. I tried to, I tried to start editing one of my podcasts with Rachel Lapp. She'll be on the podcast. I, I tried to, I opened up my laptop and it said 70%. I was like, okay, that means like 10 minutes or something. So I was like, it's not worth doing it and they had plugs there um but none of them worked so i just do whatever on my phone and i was watching little dicky stuff because after dave the show that i really like um on fx i don't know i just i just wanted to watch more of him and because i like him a lot and uh, that was expi inspire expiring <laughs> that made me die <laughs> um like a more literal white girl i'm dead Oh my gosh, I'm dead. That's hilarious. Oh, I expired. But he was in he was inspiring me. I feel like he's living the the dream too. Um that he he's from Philly then he moved to LA. I don't know his like actual chronological biography if um if someone were to like really ask me, but the basic points is um he started rapping and invested in himself and uh he worked at a at a marketing company until um he quit to like do follow his passion full time and um that's his his story is the american dream to me and now he has his own show and he's such a good rapper and he tours and all that stuff so 
that's just so cool to me. So it's like kind of an adjacent American dream story. Uh, or adjacent to me, American dream. So when I, I got to, I got to the open mic, um, I saw people that I saw last week. Um, the only other comedian there, her name is Shelly, and she, she was there with her boyfriend who does, Quinn, I think, who does, who like writes his own songs and performs with his guitar and stuff. Um, it was nice to like, for them to remember me and say like, hi, what's up? Ask me about stuff that I told them about last week. And then I saw another guy who, um, he said he wanted to do, he's really cool. He, what he does, I think he calls it experimental music, but he has some sort of flute thing. I don't think he ever said what it was, but it's like more spiritual Native American kind of flute thing longer. He, he just gets up there and, and like riffs in a way, um, to use a comedy word, um, he just makes it up on the spot. And I thought he was really cool. He said like, yeah, I was, I was thinking like, that'd be cool to do a show here, like an actual show. He's like, yeah, and like you could op for, open for me or something. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Like, that'd be so cool. And so we exchanged emails and I emailed him like, hey, this is me. Um, let me know if, if you get in contact with the people and try to do a show. We talked about that yesterday. And he said, yeah, I mean, they don't have like a normal crowd that just like would come. So we have to bring people unless we personally invited them pretty much. They're not going to come. So we need to like figure out if we could even do that. And um, I was like, well, I have one friend, um, <laughs> but I'm new here. So I don't I don't know a lot of people. And he's like, ah, yeah, we just moved here in October. Him and his girlfriend. Um they were together and they were like talking about like, yeah, we moved here, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, are you guys married? And they're like, oh no. Um, and then like, we're uncomfortable. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. He he said like, yeah, I should, I guess, should we talk about it now? Or like, <laughs> I was like, are you guys like not open about that? Like that, is that, isn't that kind of weird? You guys moved down, moved from somewhere else together? to the same place it is i guess the same house yes the same house yeah from what they said they're they're living together <laughs> it's like not part of the conversation and it's weird to, if someone else brings it up i think that's kind of weird but uh everyone's relationship is different totally cool but yeah they were really cool to talk to and they were like yeah we just moved here in october so we don't know actually october it's almost been a it's like nine months or something. So they should have more friends. But because <laughs> they didn't say over a year. So in my head, I was like, oh, October, that just happened. And then I was like, wait, no, it's only been like nine months. I like told them my story. I was like, yeah, I moved here. Um, my girlfriend broke up with me. So I just um, I didn't really have anything going on in Pittsburgh and had this opportunity here. So I came here and they're like oh that's like that's like um see i already forget her name ashley that's like ashley's story um it's probably good that i don't use her real name uh but in in case not that she would i don't know <laughs> hear this um but they're like yeah that's like ashley's story i was like haha is she single hey and then like as a joke and because obviously she's single because you just moved here but um like, if she has the same story as me, she is still single unless 
unless you're my last girlfriend and you already have a boyfriend um, in two weeks or whatever. And uh, um, so, um, so he was like, I, I don't, I don't think anything. They're like, yeah, we should definitely set you up, uh, and and then blah blah blah. And I did my set, and they stayed for it. They said they had to, they were gonna go eat. Um, they wanted to go early because they wanted to go eat after, and so I, they were first, and I was like third. So they stayed for me, and then um, left, uh, after me, but before they left, they said, like, email me your number, and I'll, I'll give it to Ashley, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, thank you, um, <laughs> and then this is all while someone's performing, so, like, we're whispering and trying not to, like, bring attention, because there's, like, 15 people in the audience, so I emailed him, I was like, hey, like, it'll be nice to just talk to her, if nothing else, um, like, since we have such similar experiences, and um let me look at it because it's really funny and i want to get it right he says hi tommy your comedy was perfect we both laughed <laughs> which is really nice um because i wasn't sure if they like stayed kind of just for me um but i think they did and um i guess <laughs> i was funny enough to where they they thought i was good enough for um this girl yeah, okay, I'm gonna call her Ashley, because it's not Ashley, of course, because I'm so bad with names. I was calling her a different name earlier to Pete, and I didn't even know. And so he said, pass along your number to Deanna, who will forward it to Ashley. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know it had to go through, like, multiple people, but whatever. I didn't say any of that. I didn't say that, but, um, and he said, not sure what happens next. Probably something with unicorns and an ABBA song, Mike. <laughs> Uh, so, no idea what that means. I said, oh, thank you so much. That's good to hear that you liked, um, my comedy. And then, great, ha, ha, ha. I don't know what that last part means, but it sounds fun. <laughs> so, um, so I have a possible date already. Um, which I, I wasn't really thinking about dating or, like, even worrying about any of that until my last girl... I wanted her to, like, make the first move in terms of that, because I didn't, I didn't want to be the one to move on first, which is dumb, because there's no reason why I would do that, um, but I just didn't want her to think that I was, um, trying to move on so fast, and then she did it to me, and so I feel fully okay with, um, the prospect of, of dating, um, so, yeah, that's just, I guess, where I am. So, anyway, yeah, the, the stand-up went well. Um, you know, it wasn't perfect, but I'm really glad I, I did it. It was hard because I picked something that I had to feel silly for, but I wasn't feeling silly because I was feeling sad. But that's also, like, not really my persona and not something I want to put out there is that I'm, like one of the sadder people like I want to have like a fun silly outlook on life so it's, it's hard it's hard to pick pick that when bad things happen because you have to especially if if you get big enough where you have to go on the road or something and and you do it every night and then inevitably something's going to happen where you don't feel light and funny that's just something you have to work through it's easier when you're getting paid <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming and what I really like about my performances uh, as of late 
and I've done this like periodically, but not, you know, as well or as confidently and all that stuff. Um, but I address the, the energy in the room and the last person that was up and stuff like that. Uh, so like with this last one, this guy, um, oddly enough, it was two guys in a row that did like made up songs on, on the fly. And then this guy was like, in some ways more impressive because he, he used the guitar and he had no lyrics ready. Um, so he would just like play on the guitar and then say how he felt. Um, he was like a little angrier than, um, my taste. <laughs> uh, and even for me in, in my sad state, and I guess I was trying not to be sad, but he was like <laughs> the, literally the first song he did was, I hate everybody and everyone is so annoying. I effing hate you. Like it was like that kind of music. <laughs> and then he did like between, you get three songs as, as a performer. Um, but between songs, he was talking about like <laughs> the industry hates the little guy and um, he's not using his uh, his talents to to the extent that he could and um he's like yeah so next year i'm gonna really go for it and i'm sure there's more to the story obviously but why next year there's a whole half a year left of this year i just don't i don't <laughs> and i'm like you know sitting on my high horse here now that i just took a step toward like my dreams you know last year i was literally saying the same thing like Oh, when this when this pandemic's over, blah blah blah, I'll, I'll go follow my dreams. Luckily, I I took at least one step in that right direction, and I had a girlfriend at the time, so everything obviously everything is crazy. Um, like I said, like he he could have literally the exact same situation. He's with his girl, and blah blah blah. Didn't sound like he had a girlfriend, by the way. He was singing about. Um, how he hates everyone and stuff but um <laughs> not that you automatically don't feel like bad feelings when you have a girlfriend but everything seems a little bit lighter because you know at the end of the day you're coming home to someone who loves you anyway <laughs> but so I addressed that I was like um yeah like thank you Evan for for being that raw on stage and that's really brave like I I can't even carry a conversation because I don't know what to say next uh and you you're going up here and on beat saying things <laughs> that make sense with a guitar so that's amazing so that was like my first like quote-unquote joke um but uh it, it I, I like that I do that that's all um and I'm getting really hot in this car because I don't have the AC on or the car on at all because it, it would make noise and uh I'm trying to make love to your ears, so it's hard to do that when when all you hear is in the background the whole time. And then today we woke up and, well, actually, so we got back home last night. We're like, oh, it's our last night in the pool house. We're going to do an all-nighter, which is what we say anytime it's the last night of anything. We're like, oh, we're going to make the most of this. And we say it and we believe it every time, at least I do and mean it every time uh and then inevitably at ten thirty, we're like well 
can't do this forever. Um, <laughs> so I think we made it to like maybe 11, 11.30 last night. We were going to bed at like 10 pretty consistently the past like week and a half or whatever. We, we went through a lot of Parks and Rec and that was really nice. And I got Bojangles and brought it home so that we could watch and eat. Um, cause that's the only way to watch TV is eat during it. <laughs> um, and it's a waste if you eat and don't watch TV. But so yeah, we got up today and did an errand with, uh, with the pastor and, and then we got this like quick Japanese steakhouse thing to go thing, <laughs> thing to go thing. Uh, I don't know what it, what it's like called, but it's, it's like fast food, but it's Japanese steakhouse stuff. That was good, and I always, I love Japanese steakhouse stuff. Um, it's not obviously the quality that you get at a real one, but it's better than McDonald's. <laughs> um, and definitely probably more expensive. He paid for us, which is really nice. And then we went back, and then we like started to clean up, and then Pete went to go give plasma, because he's a plasma addict. He... I don't know if you guys know this, but you get like $110 every time you give plasma at a blood bank thing, whatever. Um, and so he just, he loves making money in, in a funny way and it's for a good cause and all that stuff. So, um, <laughs> and that's, that's fine. But then he had like one really big bruise in his one arm and then he has like a visible mark on his one on his left vein or whatever where his he calls it his plasma hole um that they go in his vein every time and like you would you could see like you look at like it looks like it would go away in like a week or something if you saw it and then but if if like you live with him and you're like wow that's just that's just staying there huh and then I don't know if eventually it'll go away if he stops giving plasma, but, um, anyway, so that, that's gonna be there until he, like, quits doing plasma for a long time or whatever, because that's what, like, junkies do, they, like, they use the vein until they can't, and then they do it between their toes, like, that whole thing, so I don't, I don't know how that works, but uh, he had a bruise in his other arm, too, um, the, the bigger bruise on his right arm was because um, the they like put saline in at the end or something to whatever but it it like went out of the vein um, and it puffed up his whole arm like at the joint and it gave him this big bruise so I, I that I mean it's a lot of money like he's saying like he could make eight hundred dollars by the end of the summer just from giving blood or plasma i don't know it just seems like at what cost at what point um is it not worth it anymore this is choice whatever um it's not my body and then i started cleaning up more and um and then that made me sad like this feels like the end of something because it is it's the end of my like really cushy <laughs> stable life um where i live in the same house in the same room I had nowhere to really put my stuff, though, which is which was like, once I can put my stuff somewhere, then I'll feel so much better. But half of my stuff is in my car, and then I just brought in like my clothes and my essential stuff. Um, 
but I'd know where to put my clothes because I'm in a small room, but at least I have my own room. That's all that matters. I just kept it in my, <laughs> in like big black garbage bags that I brought them in. I feel like I probably explained that before, but yeah, so now I'm really hot and um, I think I'm gonna go to meet Pete at Pastor Chris's house, sleep there somehow. And man, another long one. But uh, I hope this made you think and thank you for listening so much and please like it. I'm, I'm trying to get more, more traction on this stuff because I'm doing it more. I think it's worth listening to if, if you're interested in me at all. And I think, I think you should be because like I said, it, you're witnessing the American dream in real time and um, just got out of a breakup. I think it's a good story. Like if, if nothing else... I don't know. <laughs> this is a really long winding story, but there's an arc to it, baby. I don't know. I don't know what the, the other was on the other side of the fence. I know it's my hat, but can I get it? And that's the arc. And this is really, I think it's really exciting. I would be excited listening to this every week. Um, but I'd also be like really nervous for him. I, th I feel like if I was if I was listening every week, I'd be like, come on, like, let's see, like, what's going on next. But yeah, since it's me, I feel more in control and I, that I don't, I definitely feel anxious because I don't even know exactly my sleeping arrangements tonight. Um, but, uh, but I feel okay about it. So if, if you do like my podcast, please rate and review it on iTunes and Spotify or whatever you listen on. It really helps with the algorithm. If, if it has better reviews and new reviews, they're going to put it up higher so that more people could see it and we could grow this thing. And maybe I could make some money instead of going, shooting my arm up, getting plasma, giving plasma. Um, I could make money from sponsors on here. Um, and you can have a break of me uh, talking so much um, with me talking about, you know, products <laughs> that you might like. So tell your friends, rate and review it, post it on something if you feel so led. I really appreciate you listening this much or at all. It's crazy. It's a wild journey. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, thank you so much. And I love you guys. I hope this made you think.